Welcome to episode 41 of the Cards and Cartridge podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, aka OG Retro. I'm here with a special guest and the normal co host, Chris, aka Koozie Retro Games, and Mr. Catch a Craze. I'm going to let you introduce yourself to the pod. Hey, how's it going? Your name's Nick, right? Yep. Yeah, Nick. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. We're excited course, to man. have Thank you. For We're being excited on. to get all your insights on the uh, collecting universe. You have some good stuff planned today. Uh, as per usual, guys, let's go over what we're doing. We got the Bolo, the Be on the Lookout for. We'll talk about something uh, that might be able to make you a little bit of money if you find it out there in the wild, something that is uh, going under the radar and might be worth something. We'll talk about our favorite collecting tips for 2022 going to the new year. Uh, what what we're trying to do to collect smarter or to you know round out our collections what we're doing uh nick and i have both been into pokemon for pretty much our whole lives and absolutely uh we're going to be talking about what we think the pokemon company could improve on and what they could uh benefit taking from not taking but learning from other tcgs perhaps um a lot of new TCGs, a lot of old TCGs in the space. Uh, what could they uh, What could they gain to learn? Learn to gain. I don't know what I'm trying to say. We'll also <laughs> be talking about MetaZoo <laughs> NFTs. It's a hot topic right now. Uh, catch a craze. Nick, I, I don't know what. I'm going to decide halfway through the episode if I'm going to call you Nick or catch a craze. And I don't know Dude, what it is yet. Whatever what you want, man. Yet. You can go with craze. Craze uh, is good, too, because that's short. I like Nick catch people like catch uh, everybody, everybody does something different. You know, nobody, nobody online really calls me. That's Nick, what I'm saying. Cause I whatever you feel like it's going to, it's going to, it'll come to me. So we're going to be, t- you're very into, I'm, I'm going to assume, I'm assuming things right now, but you're at the very least into MetaZoo and into following this NFT thing going on. Cause you just released a video on it on his Instagram today. Go give him a follow. If you're not already catch a craze on Instagram, they're on YouTube now as well. I seen that. Pretty cool stuff. Appreciate that. Of course. Um, so let, let's start it off with the Bolo, guys. And Kuzi, I don't know if you know about this one. We were briefly talked about it. And this is something I would have never expected uh, because it has to do with Skylanders. Have you ever heard of Skylanders? I'm probably saying that super weird, too. Am I saying that? No, it's, no it's, it's called Skylanders. Yeah. So Sky, yeah, you got it. Skylanders is a – it's like a action – there's a genre of video game it's like action figures that scan into the video games and that was really cool i think i'm like amiibos yeah they're kind of like amiibos but uh very very it's just not my thing it's i guess it's popular with uh younger generation right now younger kids but anyway the switch physical game the physical game for the switch skylanders um and i'll open the link to it so i know exactly imaginators skylanders imaginators Box and cartridge game only 2017 it released. It is going for this is a listing on eBay right now for $264. Dang. $264. And I don't know why, because people think of Skylanders like Disney Infinity figures also. And they a lot of like even game stores just put their Skylanders in like a dollar bin. Right. It's just Hmm. people don't care about them. But for me, I've never thought on Switch is worth so much. And I want to look at the sold prices right here because, I mean, you, I guess I'll hit you with a subcategory of that one. I mean, Skylanders Trap Team on the Xbox One, quick price charting, complete 40 bucks. That's crazy. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I never knew that. That is a, that's a, 
that's an interesting be on the lookout for because a lot of those things are such trash. You'll get like bins of those figures and it's just like <laughs> mountains of plastic. Listing. Right. Yeah. It's not where not only is it not worth listing, but you have to like store mountains of plastic and like little plastic. I'd like to call them tchotchkes, if you will. Like little tchotchkes, yes. little gaming tchotchkes. But it's like, it's, it, I guess it's like sports games. They're, uh, the expensive one is a dime a dozen, but you can't totally rule them out. Like you yeah. have to you have look to, it you up. Have some, it takes a second. Yeah. But I, I think it's pretty easy. If you see Skylanders on the Switch, that's like an instant red flag. You should know this might hmm. be worth a little bit. Um, even the cartridge is going for uh, crazy money, like close to a hundred bucks. So definitely so be I on the lookout for that. I wonder if that's like more popular with like the younger, you know what I mean? Like the, the, like what, 12, 13, it's got eight, nine, Are you buying your 13 year old, a $260 switch game though? Well, no, but you yeah, could buy no, it digitally but... too. That's a yeah. thing. It's available. Yeah, digitally, so this is like only for like hardcore collectors. You there's know, this, like, like there's a Barbie game on 3DS <laughs> that's worth like 600 bucks or something like that. Like it's it, just the oh, collectors, it's like the physical collectors that are just uh, wow. obsessed over it, I guess. I don't know. It's crazy to think Switch games are already reaching those prices, though. You know, Dang. like it's a Switch game. That's nuts. But I, it, if you compare it to modern Pokemon and stuff, the new modern Pokemon comes out and the card's worth, you know, $800. The chase card in the set is $800 off rip. It's like, whoa. But I mean, you can't just go buy the chase card on the shelf at Walmart. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or on an eShop. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, but anyways, be on the lookout for that. Switch Skylanders, Imaginators. That's the game you're looking for. Let's go into the next topic. Koozie, this was you. Favorite collecting tips for 2022. Start us off, buddy. Yeah, so I was thinking kind of just taking what we've learned in 2021. It still, it still sounds weird saying what we've learned in 2021. But what we've learned in 2021 and how we can apply it in 2022. Basically, what are the top things we are doing to find either games or cards going into 2022? And one thing that I've done, and I've talked about it here before on the podcast, but is trade in bins. And I know Ryan, you started doing a trade in bin in 2021. Yes. So I take anything less than $7 and just put it in a trade in bin. And you can even do less than $10, just put it in a trade in bin. But the key is to find a good local game store. I've gotten lucky and I found one where they take everything, my scratch disc, loose disc, it's third crazy. party controllers, <laughs> anything like, cause there'll be some game stores. And if I, if I ran a game store, I'd be like this where it's like, I'm not taking your 14 copies of Madden 05. But like the one I go to takes my 14 copies of Man 05. Maybe they give me a nickel or whatever each, but I mean, it adds up. I take a normal bin, just a plastic tote full of games and controls, or whatever. And I get like 150 to 200 bucks store credit each time. And I just roll that over. I'd like, they post their pickups, but they get traded in on Instagram and Facebook. And I just call them, Hey, it's Chris. Can I put this game on hold? Yep. See you soon. And I yeah. just take my junk that I traded in. I'll trade in more junk and just use my store credit and get the games or whatever I want. It's been the way to go this year. Like, or last year, you turned me on to that and I got like a bunch of sealed games doing this, like literally trading in junk titles, absolute junk, all my leftover shit and coming out with like $100, $200, $300, putting that towards a sealed game. That's like, then getting that graded, then like that money just like, it was nuts. But do you, do Nick, you collect do games? You... I, I didn't know. Do okay, you collect there's games a question. Do you no. games? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, over the past year, 
um, I started getting into trying to put together an, a complete CIB Pokemon collection. Oh, yeah. um, I've kind of put it on pause over the last couple months, but um, I really enjoy it. I mean, I love uh, I, right now I have one from every era, which is cool. So, OK, um, which is which is nice. So I still there's some key ones I'm still missing. Obviously, they're pretty pricey, so it's kind of hard to yeah. you got to kind of balance which ones you want to go for. But what uh, what game did you start with? Not not collecting, but playing as like a kid or whatever. Oh, playing wise, uh, red and blue, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, Me too. Loved yellow, yeah. and silver. Um, slowed down a little after that. But yeah, um, yeah yellow and silver are just incredible. I mean, Those you can't you can't beat them. Those are, you know? games. Those are definitely like my two favorites as well. Yellow have, and silver. I have silver CIB. So oh, yeah. I actually got that shout out BB Retro. The man, you know, man. picked him up from him. So yeah, really, uh, really great game. Yeah. Do you uh like hunt down Facebook Marketplace or garage sales for games at all, or no? I have um, not so much Facebook Marketplace, but I've gone to a bunch of garage sales. I don't, I don't really have a lot of good luck um, doing it, but and it's it's tough. Like my job's six days a week right now, so it's no. kind of it's like six tens, which is rough, you know. So oh my god. Um, yeah, so a lot of stuff like if I see a good deal, like face or not Facebook, but Instagram or so, I pick stuff up or I'll hit stuff here and there when I get time. Yeah. So now I was going to ask a question because like you're more into the Pokemon. I followed, I guess I started following you because of the Pokemon stuff, which is what you post. But do you yeah, ch- related primarily. to this question, um, like related to what we were talking about trading games in at a local store, do you trade in your bulk? For anything, do you sell your yeah. bulk? Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. All all there's a local card shop by us um that takes in bulk. I mean, it's not the best rates, but mm-hmm. I, I would imagine with shipping and stuff, you know, you yeah. can you don't have to worry about packing up yeah. you know thousands of cards, you know. Yeah. But I've I've probably traded in a good amount. I've traded we've probably traded in uh the wife and I about almost 300 bucks worth of bulk this year so oh, it's yeah. kind of crazy yeah i mean I, it's probably same <laughs> yeah oh don't yeah don't throw it away and don't no. you know just separate it i think one important thing that it's it's good to kind of go through and see which cards are playable like before mm. you trade in your bulk because i made that mistake one time <clears throat> i think some of one of the legendary birds was actually pretty playable and i think in chilling rain and um, I traded in, you know, probably for like a dollar and it was like a $10 card or something. Oh, I wasn't paying yeah. attention, you know. Um, but yeah, as far as as far as bulk, I, I would definitely 100 percent, you know, look at find either. And then there's some people online that take it, too. So, yeah. Yeah. I Because th- I, I hadn't been doing that. But then, like, when I started, I was like, why? Why the hell was I doing this before? Like free money. just And I was just like either giving my shit away maybe i don't even want to say throwing it out but maybe there were times when i just said whoops like whatever yeah. like i just yeah. took up so much space but like now it's i keep all of it in a box and then when the box just gets full enough i just send it away and get a quick paypal payment so it's yeah. kind of nice um I, I used to have that uh i used to have that mindset where it was like oh you know in 20 years maybe this bulk will be worth something but that is 100 not going to be the case it's impossible. You know? it's like, it's impossible it's no even way. like even my I will say I have a lot of vintage bulk now that I am just keeping because like mm-hmm. 
it is kind of worth something. Well, no, if it's vin- yeah, if it's vintage cards, I'm just saying like modern. You know what I mean? Yeah, but even it, again, but, is but it even worth lugging that modern bulk around for the next? But still, no, the vintage. I can't. You True. can't even really make the argument too because like the vintage bulk in the in the like light played to some of them are near mint. Excuse me, condition that it is. There's not many cards that are over like two or three dollars. Like it's really not worth that much. But like for me, it's like there's so much good art in that stuff. Like I mm-hmm. I obsess over some of this art and like having these tubs. T- I I have legit just like just huge cardboard boxes full of vintage bulk, and going through that makes me so happy. So that's why I keep it at this point because I I sell like it was really cool actually when I lived in Ithaca, I would have people over the house like when Pokemon was booming booming. I would have people over the apartment and like low key just dealing Pokemon cards. And like, <laughs> like it felt very suspicious, but like was so, so wholesome. Cause mm-hmm. like the homies would just come over to the house and be like what they were trying to, you know, finish some sets or whatever. They'd go through the bulk bin or the bulk and just, you know, go through all the cards and find the cards they needed to finish the set. And it was really cool. And I would charge them like 50 cents. I literally say like, take whatever cards you want, 50 cents a card or like, and it was like, I, it was just, so that's why I keep that. But like modern bulk, ship it right off. Like, yeah, yeah. forget that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we, we try and complete some sets, uh, you know, it, but a lot of times I start a binder with a set and then, you know, another set by the time I'm like, oh, you've been getting anywhere on it. Another set comes out. I'm like, what am I doing? Oh. You know, <laughs> have you completed any, have you done any complete sets for modern? Um, Burning Shadows. Whoa. I have complete pretty much. That was like the last um, one I would expect. Yeah, I opened. Dude, when I got back into Pokemon cards, uh, I was obsessed with Burning Shadows. <laughs> I was a fiend. I, I would, dude. I went. I well, okay. So, quick story. I feel like I'm. I may have told this before to uh, you before. I'm, I can't remember, but so Burning Shadows, I got basically you know Leon Hart when he was going after the Rainbow Charizard. I don't know if you were, ever watched him back then. But I got obsessed with it. Like, I was okay. like, I got to get the Rainbow Charizard. I, I, you know, it was a little bit after Burning Shadows had come out. So it was pretty much out of the targets at that point. I think it was yeah. like late 17, early 18. Yeah. Or maybe beginning of 18. And um, so I went to my, I found a local card shop where I was working. I was working out of town. I go, I buy like two booster boxes. I hadn't bought a booster box since I was a kid. You know what I mean? And, um, and I bought like, five loose packs so i sit down and i and i'm i'm and i had searched for like a week trying to find i was looking online and blah 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 and dude i sit down i i'm like okay i'll open the loose packs first open the first pack nothing open the second pack and i got the rainbow charizard that is ridiculous was hooked after that i was just like yeah i was like oh my god like and but it also was like kind of a it it was also kind of annoying because i was expecting this like quest like right i was expecting a just a journey to find this thing and it was i I pulled like i pulled like two rainbow charizards from champion's path in my first like 15 packs opening it yeah oh my god the (laughs) same and that and I mean, that's it's, a crazy yeah, story. I love that. That is so sick. Yeah, um, it was an ama- amazing feeling. And that was the same because I got back into really opening Pokemon cards and Champion's Path came out. I was collecting vintage stuff before that, like I had, but I hadn't been opening new modern stuff really at all. And then Champion's Path came out and I was like, eh, like I'll give it a shot because everybody's talking about the Rainbow Charizard. And I was like, I yep. kind of want 
I don't want to pull that. First day it comes out, I go to I go to Walmart. I got like five five ETBs or six ETBs, <laughs> and nobody else got like that. Was when Pokemon was starting to get popular, and yep. like people weren't or popular again, I should say, and people yeah, were able surge. to get product. And so I, somehow I got there at the perfect time, snagged like five six ETBs. I go home, third pack in or something, Charizard. and i saw i sold it i did sell that the next day for like eight hundred dollars or something oh my god from that from that point (laughs) then i pulled i pulled one on my birthday which solidified it even more and then another one is so the rainbow charger from champions path was like definitely the thing that got me back or at least like into modern because like i said i've i've been like putting together vintage sets for the past maybe four or five years i guess um but modern it modern took into i guess maybe i opened up some evolutions too when evolutions yep. came out i probably opened up a little bit of that but stopped after i didn't pull the charizard and the set oh yeah i <laughs> evolutions when i when i was first started again it was like 80 a box you yeah. know nobody wanted it. it was in everything it was trash nobody wanted it Oh. And I, I remember just passing on. I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I always said this too to like people that asked me, like even two, three years ago, people were like, what uh, what do I buy if I want to like invest in, in quote unquote invest in Pokemon? I'm like, dude, Evolutions is the easiest box that just makes sense in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like there is no shot this thing doesn't appreciate well because of what it is it's a base set reprint like it's so iconic and there's some good changes to it and some flair here and there and it's like it's a good it's a good set i mean it just took a little time to appreciate i honestly like i i've i I like to think that i've appreciated as a collector over the time and now i see why it's a great set you know when it when it was when it first when i first saw it I was like, and also too, when you see something that's like everywhere, all, all they had to do was sell through the product. And then yeah. obviously at that point, this huge demand spike, like people wanting to collect that same set when, when they're a kid. I mean, it makes perfect sense, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I wish I, I had another, that foresight. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, place. I thought I was, sorry, Chris, for an Go ahead. I guess I bought two boxes at like 175 and I thought it was kind of high at the time, but uh no not anymore i did a really fun break with one of them in uh walmart that is insane i'm so jealous dude that is the one etb i don't have yet that like i actually i i want to get one of those but it's just not like in the 200 on the list list of like things i want to buy it's so far down on that list but i want it so bad it's fucked dude my list is too long (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm realizing the list is just too long I think I another big... it, uh, go, Chris. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. No, no, no. I interrupt you too much. I was gonna move on to the next collecting tip, but you got something else uh, to say. I was just about to say how I wasted wasted slash spent money today on something I'm really excited about. A Game Boy printer. Nice. BB Retro is posted on a story, and like I always do, I see something BB posts. I'm like, fuck, I need that. So yep. I Does post on my story, pocket? need a Game Boy printer. Shout out another one of the homies, DNA Games, hits me up, and he's like. He sends me a picture with the Pokemon Game Boy printer. And I'm like, no. And I, he didn't even say it's for sale, but I was just like, I need that. I need it. I need it. And there's I, a Pokemon so Game Boy printer. There's a poke Japanese limited edition Pokemon Game Boy printer. 
I got it. CIB it is coming to me now, and we're very excited. Pick up. I don't. Oh, I don't want awesome. what you paid for that. I'm not even gonna lie to you. This more is or the, less than the Evolution ETB. Way less. This is the first thing oh. I've ever. This is the first thing I've ever put on a payment plan though, just because I I can't be spending money like this right now. But I, I want ETB, so not Booster Box. Oh, it's like spot on. Okay, <laughs> it's nice. like right there, about nice. that value. I was gonna say my next collecting tip. I don't know if oh, you yeah. guys have done this. Is letting friends and family know what you do. A lot oh, of people like they try to like, no, they may think people think you're nerdy or you're weird for collecting Pokemon or collecting video games. They don't understand what you're doing, but like, it's just posting on like your personal Facebooks or personal Instagrams or personal Twitters. Like, Hey, I'm looking for video games and list off some systems or, Hey, I'm looking for old Pokemon cards. Cause like to your buddies, this shit's probably just sitting in their dresser drawer or sitting in their basement and they don't care about it. Yeah. Like even when I oh, like I've got two good things and I see that when I make like Facebook marketplace deals, people are like, why do you want this stuff? Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, I'm a snappy reseller, but I'm also like me and my buddy collect this stuff. So like, I'm going to go into my collection, whatever he doesn't have, he gets, but like my favorite one is just like buddy from college hit me up and he's like, Hey, I got this N64 in my garage. My dad wants it gone. Come over and take a look at it. And he had the Donkey Kong 64 controller, like in his N64 lot. And I'm it's like, absurd. that's so great. It's absurd. Um, I was going to say yes to that because I've had great success with And I need to do it more. That. I need to post like once a month because like people see social media at different times. I post once a month. Look exactly. At or even like I just moved. Like once I get to know my neighbors and if we're having a beer on the back patio one day, I'll be like, hey, I collect games. You got any games sitting around? No, you, you know what your neighbors go cold, cold call them right Dude, now. I've done that. You go walk, walk, knock on their doors. Be like, you have video games? Me and my buddy fucking did that. <laughs> we, we walked around would, a subdivision would. with flyers and told people we were we were opening a game store and we needed inventory and we went door to door asking people if they had video you games to sell are us. a savage bro yeah gary v weird, would be proud gary v that's a hustle so that's proud. hustling yeah. man that's it awesome was, uh, that we, is so we did it dope. once and like we had like 15 flyers and like people would, like take our flyers like fuck we need that back we didn't, like print enough but like <laughs> we just went we went door to door in this sub trying to buy video games that's wild bro <laughs> that's awesome i was gonna say um catch you would like this uh my homie and i bro one of my friends from high school middle like i've I've actually probably known this kid since i was been like first grade but he has a binder of pokemon cards that is like the holiest of holy grail cards (laughs) i've ever seen in my entire life like gold star rayquaza like Mm. like first edition shining charizard like crazy level shit just like chilling in the binder and like amazing i've just the amount of times i've been like dude sell me this just give me just give me some of these like give it like he won't do it he won't give it up but it is the most amazing collection i've ever seen and i i honestly it made me fully believe this stuff was out there like yeah seeing this i was like this this is real like people have this shit just like sit because he's like oh dude like you want to see my pokemon collection because this is around the time i was like super into it and we're just hanging out one time he's like oh you want to see like my childhood collection i was like sure like fully expecting it to be like pretty standard bro dude (laughs) gold star aquaza i was like you don't understand understand." did he know what he had i kind of tried to explain it to him i was like you have thousands of dollars here that's what i said i i straight up i was like 
you have thousands, if not like tens of thousands. Oh yeah, like easily, like, easily. Yeah, yeah, easily. It was just, I was just like, oh my. God. I mean, if they're in any decent condition, right? right? Exactly. And they I mean, because they were all in a binder, like chances are they were pretty good, like sevens and up. So maybe one day I'll convince them. Uh, but until that day, I'm gonna keep. I every time I see him, I ask him, "Are you ready to sell it yet? <laughs> ready to sell it?" I pro- I feel annoying, <laughs> but like it's too good, dude. It's too good. The cards, first edition shining Charizard, bro. Holy dude, you don't fuck. see that. Oh, yeah, you don't see that. Anywhere. I saw it and my jaw dropped. I was help so him good. grade the stuff. And I, I said I would do that too. He just doesn't. He's just like no, nah, like I'll doesn't just... understand it. He does, but he's. He is like the most laid back person in mm. the world. Like, doesn't care that it's worth that much. Like, doesn't mm. just he just likes having that memory, which is dope as fuck. But like, oh, it's so sick. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think probably part of the reason too with not sending it, not wanting to send it to get graded is like you always worry about sending it off, you know. So if he's not as into that. it, you know. Yeah, but I I have a similar story with a buddy. Um, like talk to, as far as like telling your friends because i i do the same thing like yeah when i started the instagram like i told a lot of my buddies about it and tried to help them you know value cards and stuff and my one buddy he's got uh a bunch of shadowless hollows that he sent off the psa i actually convinced him to send them off so he's yeah. supposed to get them back like a couple weeks i think oh, um, that's awesome after like wow. a year of being at psa yeah, so, yeah. i'm excited to see what they grade because they, they actually look pretty decent like i only saw photos but yeah you know, I'm, if some of them come back decent, I definitely, uh, you know, I told him, I was like, hey, I'll buy some off you, you know, That's I mean, awesome. if you, so, but I, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm always interested to see, like, out of my friends, like, what, like, who has what, you know, yeah. who's like 20 years later, whatever, 25, years, you know, 20 right. years later, so. And it's, it's so interesting. Sometimes I'll just, like, have these random memories pop into my head of, like, playing with a different, a, a video game at a friend's house or, like, Pokemon cards, whatever. And today I was thinking, I know you're into you're kind of into this too. You're into you're into a little bit of Magic the Gathering, right? Yep. Yeah, I played. Um, Amazing. Uh, pretty much high school mostly. Perfect. Um, I still have my cards though. They're I'm in, like, so a bin jealous somewhere. that you have your cards. <laughs> I've sold my cards like maybe two times. So I I sold my cards the first time I wanted to buy a car. So like I was like 15, 16. Nice. And uh, I got like I don't know, like two thousand at the time. Wow. Which was a lot. Wow. I had a really yeah. dope collection as like my age, but I played, I've been, I was playing Magic the Gathering since second grade, like obsessed. And um, like right after I kind of got not over Pokemon, but like, yeah, maybe over Pokemon, like uh, the cards. Yeah, you I, move on. You I know just what I mean? went you kinda... full till into MTG. But what I was saying is I had this random thought popping in my head, dude, my friend, just the amount of people I knew with insanely valuable magic collections today like to in today's standards is just Mm -hmm. so mind-boggling to think about and like it makes you think like are they still into it or is this shit just like sitting in a binder somewhere there's no shot they're into it there's i know for so many (laughs) you gotta message these people on facebook do you do you think i just out of not talking to them for years hit them up (laughs) what's the worst they say fucking weirdo okay cool i didn't talk to you for the last 10 years anyways 
but off chance that someone I, says, I yeah, I don't play this your, stuff anymore, I come buy it. I love your boldness, bro. That's a Midwestern confidence right there. That is Midwestern <laughs> that's, confidence. That's, Give me that's their the Facebook links. I'll message them. <laughs> that's the dude with the fake game store poster walking door-to-door <laughs> confidence. This is that's him, that's what that is, dude. I will not take no for an answer. Bro. You're a different breed. I, you just gotta be like, hey, I, look up I know we haven't talked in a while. Yeah, I'm back into Magic. I've been playing it recently. I remember you used to play Magic back in the day. What are the odds you still have the cards? Oh, weird, but you're... They say, what's up, Ryan? Yeah, I still got my cards. You chit-chat, how's the wife, how's the kids? And they say, okay, cool. Like, you want to sell your cards? They're just sitting in your closet. They say, fuck yeah, come take a look. You bring a six-pack over, you go through his cards, give him 300 bucks, and everybody's happy. Koozie, you're probably right, dude. You're right. You're right. You're right. Except they leave you on red, or they call you a weirdo. Cool, I didn't talk to you for the last 10 years. (laughs) What's the next 10 years going to be? You're you're right. You have... I can't say anything to that. You're 100% right. It's got to be it's got to be better than hitting them up for a pyramid scheme you know what i mean like, <laughs> yeah, that's the, true the, yes. that is so it's, it's true a step up you that know is what I mean? so true because that yes. is totally half 75 percent chance if you get hit up from someone out of the blue from like yep. high school it's a pyramid scheme 75 <laughs> percent chance or greater or greater that's there was one so in college called like student painters, and then they're the big one in high school. What? You went around selling like kitchen cutlery stuff. Oh, cut cutco, cutco, cutco. Knowledge, dude. Yeah, uh, Herbalife, bro. All the, the girls on the Herbalife, bro. That was wild. Yeah, I got a story. <laughs> I got a, I got a funny story with that, but we can save it for another time. But yeah, <laughs> I almost got pulled into one of those. Oh. Luckily, ba- bailed, bailed, <laughs> bailed well, on it. Okay. So here we go. Moving on from the fa- I, f- I feel like we covered That's that good. topic pretty yeah. well. That was a good topic. Thanks. We got <laughs> thanks. That was so <laughs> cute, buddy. Uh, as someone who's collect, we've collected Pokemon our whole life. If I gotta play one game a week, you gotta message one high school f- acquaintance a week. <laughs> I'm actually if we can make a solid commitment for that, I will live up to that because the list of people I remember having either insane video games or dope card collections is long all you gotta hit it all you gotta hit on is one of them hit on i'm not hitting on like you gotta, you, this not, is my problem hit. bro i'm not like that success rate <laughs> it's cold calling dude that's all it is all right let's move on we'll think about it as as you know people have collected pokemon their entire life how do we think it can be improved. We play the, we don't, do you play the game at all? I have, me, you're talking, oh, yeah, yeah I talking, have yeah, played, I'm sorry, I should assume. Yeah, um, yeah I, I have played it on the online one. Uh, yeah, I've dabbled, but not. I, I haven't, um, I haven't played it a lot recently. Uh, I used to, like, online card game wise, I used to play a lot of Hearthstone actually. Me too. Um, a lot of fun. Used to love yeah. that game. Um, I feel like if they turned it into that more, which I think the next iteration of the online is is supposed to be a little bit more animation and stuff like that. If they, if they do that, I think it'll be a lot more entertaining to play online. Um, but yeah, the uh, most the most I played was probably when I was a kid. I actually went to a tournament Ooh. in New York City, one of the first ones, and I got smoked right away. <laughs> oh, yeah. This I went with like a Charizard deck, I think, or so, something like that. I, either that or Blastoise and. My main goal was just kind of, all right, I'm going to, you know, evolve it. I was out like within four turns, I think. It was this guy just smoked, like just, it was best out of three and he just yeah. annihilated me. 
I remember losing like all the matches in a row, and I was like, "Oh, what the hell? What did I do this for? I traveled miles. <laughs> this is this. I'm never going to be a professional Pokemon card player. <laughs> I guess my dreams, you know, crushed. seventh grade. Yeah, dreams are crashed. You know, but yeah, no, I'm it's my lowest point. Day I went, I got smoked in a Pokemon tournament. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I played. I never played Pokemon, but uh. I played a lot of Magic the Gathering growing up, like in tournaments and stuff, same kind of thing. And I never, I don't know if I ever came in first, but I came in second. I know once that was pretty cool in a cool, like a local tournament. I, I've just played, but, oh, I was going to say, if you haven't played MTG Arena, like the online version of Magic and you liked Hearthstone, you're missing out. Like Magic Online is so well done. Gotcha. I gotta check that out. You I haven't check played. It out. Oh, it's bad. Is there yeah, a New York thing it. saying tournament? How do you say it? What tournament. Say? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to tur- a tournament. 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 You, you ah, said tournament. tournament. I guess you're right. I do say tournament. Tournament. Yeah, we both tournament. say it like that. That's yeah, tournament. Yeah, it's tournament. Koozie. It's not tournament. Koozie. Yeah, that's how I say it. Oh, well, no. I never. I mean, me and my buddies played played Pokemon in air quotes in the backyard. No idea if we were playing the game right. It was more like, okay, your HP is ninety. I'm gonna use this attack that's like ten, and then we just like subtract. Yeah, you make up your like, own rules, kind of thing. You just kind of go at no. it. We had fun. like that's really like the extent to like the rem- the remembrance I have of Pokemon as a kid. Like my my neighbors, like they would get packs and then they would fill these binders and they were just kind of like open a pack, shove it in the binder. Be like, okay, I don't care about this stuff anymore. Me and my brother would come over and like trade them like random hand-me-downs we have from cousins. And I remember they had those like Smart. the big cards and we thought those things were the oh, most the badass. They, we thought those things were the most badass yeah, things in the those. world. And we loved collecting those. That's badass. So to, to circle back, do you think, Nick, do you think Pokemon could learn anything from other TCGs? A- anything that I've got a couple ideas, but I'd like to. Hear so, so just from play- playability standpoint, no, 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 either, too? either or playability collectible as a whole. Yeah. I, so you, you guys have mentioned it uh, previously on the podcast. You've talked about it a few times on, on numbered cards, right? That's yeah, a cool, that's what I was going to say. The, the numbered cards is probably, if you had a list that's, that's high up there. Yeah. Uh, Weiss Schwartz actually just started doing numbered cards on their signature uh, cards and that added a whole new level of yeah. collectability for them so i think if they did maybe maybe only do it in a special set maybe make it really kind of unique you know like imagine you had your rainbow charizard and it was one out of a thousand you know yeah. i mean i saw somebody had uh so so the metazoo tops they have numbered cards and somebody got there one out of 99 mothman uh first first sighting they got it graded as a 10. Wow. And it's going to be absurd. It's, I mean, that's the highest, you know what I mean? As far yeah. as like a numbered MetaZoo card that you can get. I, I mean, the Mothman sample probably would be more valuable, but as far as cards you could actually pull, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but yeah, so numbered cards, I think I like box toppers. I think, um, you know, See, in booster, that. yeah, box toppers are fun. Um, you know, different companies do it differently. Like Bandai does a lot and Dragon Ball Super does some really cool box toppers. Um, you know, not to not to give Metazoo too many kudos, but they have box toppers. They actually have a, um, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but in their sets, they'll actually include, it, the, for the first edition, 
there's a box topper uh there's a uh, there's one that's made that there's only a hundred of okay they put them randomly in the box toppers it's called a that's red dope. ink yeah that's so dope. so including more uh you know, harder to get cards, I guess it's kind of, it's fun. You know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of a fun uh, aspect of collecting and it adds more value. I think it adds a little bit more value to potentially sealed boxes. Yeah. Um, they did, Mezu did a little differently in, in nightfall. They included it in the packs. So okay. um, you could randomly pull a card that there's only a hundred of, which was, it's like a little devil looking guy um, in nightfall. So doing something where you know at the end of the day it's similar to a numbered card stuff like that is fun yeah. box hoppers is fun um yeah i think these those, are, those with are the these two newer main. sets are these like alternate arts something newer that pokemon's doing do you think they should do more of those yeah like, they, oh, that yeah. goes along with kind of like the number yeah. of cards like it's like their version doing an alternate art but i mean there's yeah. similar it's not something arts. totally totally new like they've been doing it for at least since like xy base maybe even before that um the alternate arts yeah alternate arts yeah yeah they're kind of like i would say that's that's the that's the pinnacle of rarity right now in pokemon yeah. modern is yeah collecting you know those all the, there's people that are trying to get psa 10s of every alternate art you know there's yeah. people that are putting binders together of all the alternate arts i do, do so wonder with it yeah oh yeah it, but it also i feel like the more they do yeah the less I mean? special that's, it gets well, yeah, it's it's it could I don't, become... I don't agree there because I mean no, with like because... sports cards, there's like for like one player, they can have like an art like numbered one of one, one of ten. They have like one of ten, one of twenty-five, one of ninety-nine, one of twenty twenty-one. Like there's yeah. just yep. there's gonna be people that want one of each thing, and then like when yeah. if you're trying to pull like the one of ten, and then there's even like they'll do the same card in like Four, nine different they'll do the same card like nine I different colors. The colors and people will try to collect cards. every color to quote unquote complete different the rainbow that player. Yeah. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like I don't like that. It's confusing. Like I don't like that as much as doing like cool unique shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like but it's like but then from like, like a value standpoint, a like pulling one of those is like that like opening Pokemon cards, you're going after like one card. Like opening sports cards, you never know what the fuck you're gonna pull. Yeah, it's well in recent sets too. The alternate arts kind of they've made it so that there's like five or six cards you want to pull. Like Evolving Skies had like eleven, uh, or more than one that of the best modern arts. sets ever. Yeah, Evolving. It's yeah, so it's so good. Yeah, I mean it's that one. I think will hold uh, a lot of value in in the future because there's just so much awesome artwork. Yeah. But the the only the only question I would have with the alternate arts is at what point do they run out of ideas? Are they going to run out of ideas with it? Because, you know, you can only do, but at the same, but there's, it depends on the artist, right? Like depends on their inspiration and what they can work on. So, yeah, I think, were you in the claim sale last night? Did you check out the claim sale last night? I, I didn't get a chance to, I, my boss hit me with some after hours work, like out of what nowhere. What else? Yeah, talk about like the artwork, like Ryan was selling some like Beckett collectors magazines. Oh yeah. Oh, and the dude, Pokemon artwork on those are Wild. insane. Dude, there's yep. a there's one that I, I found out last night. There's uh I freaked out. I've just remembered this now. There's one that has Charizard and he has Heelys on. Like Heelys, <laughs> like the shoe with wheels in them, bro. And that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's incredible. It's incredible. I was gonna sell it and then I realized what was going on. Like I realized that Charizard wasn't, I thought he was on a skateboard, and that was pretty cool. But then I realized he was on Heelys, and I was like, this is. 90s this is the 90s and early 2000s the pinnacle right here 
yep. in my hand. Charizard's on Heelys. So cool. <laughs> this is yeah, ridiculous. You, the those are dude, those are absolutely I love. I have a I used to every time I went to EB Games when I was a kid, I got that magazine. That's so awesome. I have my cool. I still kept it. I had it in a drawer my entire like forever. I left it like they, they were stacked That's up awesome. in a drawer. Um, I have probably I probably have like 15, 20. So I don't have an entire collection, but um, I looked forward to those every time. And Dude, uh, I, like, it, if you have a cool one, grade it with CGC. If you like a cool one, I, I might. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I have, they do such a good um, job. Uh, yeah. I have my first, the first, I have the first one in pretty decent shape. I don't know what the populations on them are. I don't know if they end does up it, being, that's the thing. I think yeah, it, does, it doesn't, really doesn't matter. matter. Those but, are just like yeah. cool, cool pieces. It's more so. Yeah, it, it, it's more so the nostalgia and, exactly. and what you know the the personal meaning for me with those. Yeah. Um. But I do when I started the Instagram, that's what I that's what I paired my the cards with. Oh, usually. that's awesome. And I so I did a lot of photos with those because I just I loved like you're the saying, Kuzi, I love the artwork on it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's fantastic. Art's incredible. Okay. Did we? <laughs> I feel like we didn't even actually say anything so numbered cards what what else okay what else do you have any other ideas box toppers i said yeah box toppers box toppers yep i was gonna say like i don't know maybe 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 it's just me who doesn't think the game is that fun like maybe the game could be more fun but i just don't know how like because i played the couple of times i played the game more than 10 less than 20 i'd say (laughs) the amount of times i've played it it's just not as fun as like games like hearthstone or mtg or like other card games i've played maybe there's just not like the mechanics aren't that good but i don't know yeah it's very snowball it's 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 like a it's also it's hard to get when you're down you're done like it's uh, as far as all the games i've played maybe it's more because i haven't played it intensely but you know everything i've seen and even when i went to shops because the shop i went to when i started collecting again he like didn't understand why I didn't want to play the game. <laughs> like yeah. I was like, I'm buying these to collect. And he's like, no, you need to come here and play the game. <laughs> so <laughs> I got pulled into a few games just to be nice, you know, just yeah. to stop by and, and try it out too. I was like, wow, I'm buying these cards. Like I have a ton of extra cards. Maybe I can make a deck and I have, but I just similarly to childhood, Nick I got yeah. just destroyed, you know, immediately. And I didn't dedicate enough time to it, but yeah. If you look up decks, I'm sure you can make it fun, you know? Yeah. Awesome. Because you have any anything you want to see them do different? No. I want to see – I would I, like I, to I see – uh... we, we hinted on this earlier. Um, and, and, Nick, I don't know if you're a fan of it. So you said you would, like, start collecting a binder set, and then, like, boom, the next set's out. Yeah. Do you think they're releasing sets too fast? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And that, do you think that's going to come down to, like, bite them in the butt? Like, they're going to run out of art ideas or – pokemon in general like slacking. i just i wonder i think with the with the quick sets um you know i wonder uh does it discourage people more than get them excited right so um you know like a new collector i i i definitely hear from people sometimes where it's like wow i started collecting and then you know i wanted to finish this one set like i got one of my buddies who i i play a lot of online games with he's uh um friend of a friend you know and he um that's kind of what he said he was like man i'm just trying to finish chilling rain it's like evolving skies is out and then the next set's coming out and celebrations he's like i'm just trying to focus on that you know and yeah 
Um, I think they would do a better job spacing it out a little bit more. It doesn't need to be like two sets a year, but if they did, you know, a little bit more of a gap in between, especially when you have the Japanese sets in between two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't ever stop. Like if you're, if you're <laughs> selecting, you just don't ever stop, you know, yeah. like you had like in the last few months, you had celebrations, then you had fusion strike. Then you have in Japanese, you have VMAX, VMAX climax. climax and fucking... you know, now there's a little bit of a break. Right. But I haven't even opened VMAX climax yet. Cause I just like, can't keep up. dude. I, can't I was up. like that too. And, and, but then I, I ended up buying a few boxes. I, I waited. I actually got a couple yeah. um, from uh local you know rock pokemon he actually hooked me up with a couple of boxes at a great price and uh shout out rock pokemon um he, i know he listens too so 100%. yeah and uh yeah so i mean when it, if you can get them and it makes sense you know but then the price sometimes if the prices aren't right then you just kind of either collect a little less of it or move on if, unless it's like a must-have yeah yeah so that's that's something they could take uh take a little advice there were you ever Slow when down. Pokemon was booming? Were you ever like camping outside Target trying to find the stuff? Oh yeah, just... dude. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I was yeah. Last last winter, I was actually laid off for a little bit because I worked construction. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I think uh, what was it? Probably the winter for the most part. Uh, just so just for fun, I'd go. You know, try and hit up a restock. You know, it's tough, but um, I one thing that I was able to still collect a lot last year was I have um there's a shot the shop i bought from in the first place um in a very small town that he he was like the only shop he would he was in in pennsylvania but he would still ship to me even though because i bought from him for years you know i worked in that area for like two years and you know even though it was like really difficult to get stuff i could call him up and be like hey man you know and he still kept he kept his prices pretty solid like pretty close to msrp for the most part up until probably when celebrations hit he jacked up stuff a little yeah. bit so um but i still talk to him like all the time i mean I, yeah. you know i'll call him up i'll text him merry christmas you know like, awesome. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's good side. Buddies. yeah we're buddies <laughs> i mean really nice guy his his shop it went crazy like good for him probably i mean he had a showroom that uh his his actual play area like quadrupled you wow. know during this during the pandemic which he had to wait to, you know, follow Open the rules yeah. and do appropriately. But because he was doing so much business, you know, he was able to really expand. It's and it's a big in that area. Um, That's it was a big. It was a big deal, you know. I was Hell happy yeah. to see it. Hell yeah! Awesome. Uh, we got last topic: MetaZoo NFTs. Ooh. Is this the move for? I'm going to say, I'm going to phrase this in a couple ways. Obviously, it's the move for MetaZoo because that's what they're doing. But is this the move? Is Should they be doing this? Is it a little weird? Is this the move for other trading card companies? Are we going to see Pokemon NFTs? Uh, what's going on here? You know a bit more about this than me or Chris. What do we think? All right. So <clears throat> dude, I, I'll get you the full. I love I'll give it. You a dude. quick Just, full story. Okay? Full story. So. First of all, disclaimer, I don't own any uh, NFTs at, at all, but I don't own any MetaZoo NFTs. All right. So I definitely not trying to pump anything. Uh, don't stand to gain anything, but I love following this stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't know why. I'm just I just love following it, especially yeah. everything with MetaZoo, because they're kind of as much as people, you know, not to get into like whether or not, uh, you know, you should collect or not whatever, whatever matters you look keep oh, it on nfts you. yeah it's up to you 
Uh, I enjoy the artwork, uh, yeah. especially Nightfall. I'm a big Nightfall fan. Um, but the NFTs, I'm going to go into this uh, just uh, explaining that I was completely like turned off by the NFT yeah. idea from the start. Okay, mm -hmm. so this is my perspective of it. Like I didn't I didn't think it made sense um, for them to to make them. You know, and I, I actually with a lot of other MetaZoo people, they were like, no, it makes perfect sense. You know, like um, NFTs are hot. Everybody loves NFTs, you know. Yeah. And I was like, well, I just don't see how a company that, you know, makes money selling physical cards would want to get into that. Right. And I, I do understand NFTs from the standpoint of like using them to raise capital for projects. I, there wasn't really anything that I saw specifically that they were going to use that they wanted to fund with this. You know what I mean? Right. It's just to raise money, which is, I'm sure they have capital expenses, whatever, but a um, couple things. So when they originally announced it, um, there was plans for, you know, using it for utility purposes, right? So you can yeah. buy product with it at a cheaper price, which was, everybody was like, oh, it's going to be great because stuff's hard to find from MetaZoo. Like when, when Nightfall came out, it was almost 300 a box, 250. Uh, MSRP was 140. And then same thing with first edition. It was impossible to get. I managed yeah. to get like three boxes of first edition um, at a decent price, like 100, 150. Um, but that they were like over 200, 250, like right when they came out. And the MSRP was supposed to be 100. So I went into it like, all right, I want to see What's going to happen with this? Is my prediction going to be right? Because I don't think it's going to do well at all. I don't think I didn't think that MetaZoo NFTs were going to do well. And I was so the initial release. Most NFTs do like a random mint, right? Yeah. Uh, you, Kuzi, you you follow the NFT stuff a little yeah. bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So a lot of them do random minting, meaning like um, the NFT you get will be decided at random. Right. So. Of course, Metazoo. Yeah, like, one coming on the tenth. That's going to be random. That would be our <laughs> oh, first nice. NFT. Oh, you're buying your first one? Well, I kind of already bought it. I bought there was a, like a pre-sale for something. If you purchase X amount of it, they will mint you an NFT, and that is being released on the tenth. Oh, cool! That's awesome. You man. own any? No, I don't. I don't own any. I and I'm not against them. I, I should say I'm not against NFTs. I think there's like a purpose for them. I think they're a good tool to raise capital, but you, you have to watch because it's like the wild west right now. Right. Mm -hmm, yeah. So, I mean, if you're the, so, so going into the MetaZoo ones, they were supposed to mint 5,000, right. Okay. That was their plan at 0.1 Ethereum at the time was like 400 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, that seems really high for this. You know, it's a spinning coin. You know what I mean? It does have I'm some looking at benefits. an open sea right now and they're all yeah. just like spinning coins. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, so so the coins are different based on the characters, right? Blah, blah, blah. Um, I thought the price was a little high. I thought the amount was pretty high, which ended up being accurate. Um, they, the whitelist was like completely full. Um, they ended up like banning a ton of people off the whitelist for not being in the discord and uh, what else for, you know, just for a number of reasons. They like mm -hmm. chopped it down. They still had enough to fill it supposedly. Right. So then um the whitelist people were able to mint at 0.1 then they opened it up to the public sale and it went to like two or three ethereum and it was a dutch auction counting down yep and i think it was like around 2800 tokens or so before the public auction something like that like maybe right above half right yeah. um 
And the way they did it, which people really criticized and they didn't take the criticism at all. They're, they're really well known for not taking any criticism. No, I've been banned, um, dude. I've been, I've been you're banned from the discord. Been, no, not from the discord, but I've been blocked many times for making very innocent comments on their Instagram page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't appreciate any criticism. Uh, the first video I ever did with the, with the wife, I didn't criticize. I, I didn't really, I, I, cause I like it. I think, I think some yeah. of the artwork's really cool. I, I like the, um, kind of nostalgic look to the cards but she was pretty critical i think after that point they just stopped reposting any of my stuff and stopped you know like they were reposting stuff before that and yeah you know so not and and it's fine i mean it's a big company that reposts literally everybody everyone um but anyways so um so the way they did the nft which is what was kind of weird was they did it in order so like 100 tokens would be this kind like so the first hundred were like a rare gold coin then the next hundred were like a silver coin blah blah yeah, blah it's kind so, of whack yeah it was dumb and it was like you know did they do it this way i mean that's that's something that you can kind of like also tell people maybe they didn't maybe they right. did right i don't know for sure but you could sell you could actually that supposedly the order got leaked i think i saw somebody said somewhere and um so people were kind of holding out right so I don't think they only ended up selling like around 3000. So they barely sold the, so the Dutch auction ended at 0.3. It didn't, so it it went to what's that 12, it was 1200 at the time. Yeah. Anyway. So after that, the price started like declining. Yeah. Like quite a bit. The floor floor price right now on OpenSea is 0.369, which I guess is above where it ended. Um, But yeah, it's currently at 0.369. And the, Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah. And so like a week ago or maybe a week and a half ago, it was 0.1. Oh, wow. It was, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I wish I wish I still had a screenshot of it. But so the cra- so this is the cra- so let's get into the crazy yeah, part about this it. Is where, this is they where threw the kitchens, they threw everything at this thing to try yeah. and get it, the price to go back up. In my, you know, in my opinion, like they were, they said, Offering all right, stuff. every NFT holder is getting a custom card, like a, a card of that NFT. Um, they're going to get a physical card uh, in addition to being able to buy the product. They they said if you had all the NFTs, you would get another special card on top of that. They were throwing everything at this yeah. thing to keep it from imploding. Right. It, and um, it kind of worked to stabilize a little bit. It was hanging around 0.2. And then it started to drop a little bit more. And I think over the last couple of weeks, what happened was the the first product that they would be able to buy was a second edition box for a hundred dollars msrp was 140 now i would i was sitting back and i'm like my prediction's a hundred percent right this thing's going it's going to go down to 0.05 you know what i mean and but they (laughs) this is obviously something people can learn from straight audible dude they they saw the read option yeah and they took a straight read option (laughs) they 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 dropped down josh allen and they said yeah. Here we go. Go for it. So, so what they decided to do, which I don't even know if this was in, if they thought this would save their asses, you know, like, I don't know if this is, was, they thought this Hail Mary was going to land. <laughs> they put a little blue label on the second edition, the, the second edition boxes that for Cryptid Nation 2. And they said only 3,000 of these will have the blue label. Okay. And I didn't even put two and two together at first. I'm scrolling through eBay. And I'm like, holy crap, what are these second edition boxes selling for $400? Like, what the yeah. hell is this? Like, I don't understand. I'm reading it. I'm like, 
blue label like what is this johnny walker like what the hell is this <laughs> and i'm like did they partner with johnny like what you know yeah, it's like yeah so i'm looking through it and they're, they're consistently like 350 400 i mean i don't even think i don't even know if they've gotten them yet these are all pre-sale right and um or maybe some people have had a few but so they managed to do this and then like today i'm looking at the nfts and i'm like the NFTs shot up to like 0.37, you know, with, and, and it, they went up a little bit because Ethereum went down. Right. So their price in relation to Ethereum yeah. is going to affect that a little bit, mm. but they pretty much more than doubled in like a week out of wow. nowhere because of the ability to sell these second edition boxes. So people bought the NFT wanting to get the blue label second edition box. Exactly. Because you could buy them from MetaZoo for a hundred. Wow. And then go and resell them for 350. So it just made sense, like economic wise. Yeah. It was like, holy crap. Like they did this little blue label and it raised all their NFTs and it raised the second edition boxes and saved them. Because I forget if I mentioned, but the second edition boxes, the MSRP was 140. <laughs> and when they came, when they've been coming out, they they dipped to 100. So they're the, still I, selling 100 all day. I was looking, yeah, because I was curious. I was like, I wonder. All day, hundred bucks. Every like if they didn't less than MSRP, if they didn't do that blue label, their NFT would be below. It would be point one or below, probably. And the second edition boxes, you know what I mean? Like they wouldn't have had any value. They would have bought the hundred dollar box for. It's so weird. Like a game like MetaZoo would do something like this over like a Pokemon or a Yu Gi Oh somewhere somewhere with like notable like following. Such such a new trading card game is just jumping into like. It's having like a small NFT release. Like they were doing 5,000, I guess they were, I guess small relative, but they were doing like 5,000 tokens and the amount they were pushing it, it, were they doing it just for the money? 100%. <laughs> but do you think, okay, do you think this, we're seeing box prices at $100 now for second edition, like $100. Whereas yep. yeah, like day, yep. Nightfall was like 250 first edition. I mean, boxes we're like over a thousand at one point or something like crazy prices or something ridiculous. Oh yeah. They're still, they're still between 800 and a thousand. That is absurd. Yep. So with that said, we're already seeing like a hundred dollars. Is this such a hard fall off that like, what, what's in the future for MetaZoo here? What's what's well, yeah, it's, it's tough to say. I mean, second edition isn't, it's meant to be played. It's like base Um, two. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's meant to be it's meant to be a played set yeah um i mean they're stuck in a hard they're stuck they're stuck because they're stuck for a couple of reasons i was thinking about this earlier yeah they're stuck because they can't make less than nightfall nightfall was fifty thousand boxes first edition was twenty five thousand boxes they really can't go and produce less than nightfall because one that would signal that demand's going down right, right. and that would also it would put it would put it in a weaker state and then also that would create more scarcity on the product. And then people would then want to collect it because if they only made 25,000 boxes, right. Everyone's going to be like, Oh, it's easily going to be a $200 box. So then everyone's going to go and buy it. Um, so they had to produce enough to where people can get it and play it. I just, I don't think they thought prices would go to a hundred. They wanted it to stay at 140. Yeah, They were trying to meet demand exactly, exactly to, to, to not be more. So people are like, Oh, look, we can't even get cards to play. Right. But then they didn't want, they didn't want it to be a step backwards for them. I mean, it, it it honestly makes me want to like pick up a box and just see what it's about. Like it's a hundred dollars a box. That makes it more exactly what you're saying. It's more accessible, which is kind of nice. Get, 
you get it for 85 from some people 80 yeah. 85 like i've seen there's some people that are holding way too many boxes like the, for me it's, <laughs> for me the art doesn't appeal to me so that's like that's like the thing it's like yep. this just doesn't totally grab me and and i i guess i don't i didn't like the whole the whole nft thing when they first started doing it was weird oh the nft and i've heard from a lot of people the nft thing turned them off a lot because it was it was very obvious kind of you know cash grab you know in a lot of people's minds you know i think it it, there there's a lot of boxes sold after that i'm sure um, people kind of getting out of it but i don't i mean it's at the same time if you look at it from their perspective they wanted to be the first card game to mm-hmm. come out with an NFT yeah. that had purpose. Yeah. And I would have said it was a failure up until now. Like, yeah. I mean, the whole blue label thing, it's so I, I titled my video, did MetaZoo yeah. create a Pokemon Center ETB indirectly? Because they basically, uh, by putting this label on there, it's really no different than yeah, cards aren't Pokemon different Center. inside yeah. or anything. It's just a, it's no. like a low blue sticker. Yes, as far as I've seen, I haven't opened one myself, but I'm I've been told that it's the same exact cards. He just like slaps something additional on him printing. A, yeah, and also make it much less. I mean, I think it was like sixty-five or seventy thousand second edition boxes printed. There's only three thousand to blue label. So if you're a collector that needs one of everything, and there's people that have legitimately been able to do that with MetaZoo since it's so new, you need one of these, and there's only three thousand, right? So uh, if you need, if you're trying to go for a full everything sealed, you know, you need and if you were going to buy a second edition, if you could have got it for a hundred, well, it'd be a better hold than the regular second edition. So, yeah, there you go. It's, you can Good make an argument either it. way. I, I think it's dumb. You know, I personally think a blue label yeah. on it doesn't mean anything. But. No. <laughs> and I, I kind of going back to the Pokemon thing, the Pokemon Center ETB, I kind of liked them at first. And now I'm kind of like, this sucks. Why are you giving well, us? They- it's cool when they do a different color, like like this. Yeah, one, that that is cool. Strike, you know, like yeah. um, you know, when they do different colors, it's cool. I think. Yeah. But other than that, you know, it's. Yeah. I mean, is it really doing much for? Yeah. I guess when they fuck up and do the two extra packs or two less that packs, where that was they funny did. for Chilling Rain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. That was. Yeah, funny. that's a good point. Yeah, if they do mess them up, then you get some extra packs and stuff. That's true. Anyways, Kuzi, did we have a viewer question this week? We didn't. I slacked. I've been moving. <laughs> it's okay. I slacked. But I got. I'll, I'll, I guess I love asking um, you guys this question when they come on. So it works out perfect. Yeah. Uh, catch a craze. What are the top, I guess, top couple, top two, top three things you want to find in your collection coming up? Like what is, what's number like, Next what, what are the top rails? three things you want to find that you're Um, The biggest thing I've been slowly working on is, is trying to get a uh, Neo Destiny and Neo Revelation Shining set. Um, that's kind of my, as far as vintage goes, that's kind of my go-to, um, you know, find them at a a good price. Um, Mm -hmm. I got a couple right now, a few of them, and that's kind of my, as far as, uh, you know, main thing I want to try and get done in 2022, you know, got to get the shining Charizard and stuff like that. You know, that's the one you mentioned earlier. That's it's a pricey card. Tyranitar is is one of my favorites too. The shiny Tyranitar is just that's the only one I have. I actually have really? that one in Raichu. Yeah. Well, I have Magikarp, I guess, too. Yeah, I have a I have Magikarp, Tyranitar, and Raichu. The Tyranitar is kind of beat to shit though. Like it's uh PSA one, two candidate. You got it though. <laughs> I do have it. Um, very cool. Chris, awesome. Anything else, brother? Catch, you have no. any questions you want to bring anything up today or 
No, I, I honestly, man, it's just been, it's great talking to you guys. Great uh, kind of meeting you really for, fun. you know what I mean? The first time. I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you very much. Where can we find you? Uh, shout out your socials. Yeah, plug the, plug the socials again. Yeah. Uh, Catch a craze, Instagram, uh, Twitch. We may be starting back up again a little bit um, and YouTube starting to put more on there. So definitely I appreciate it. Uh, awesome. You give us a follow. Yeah. And uh, with that guys, follow us on the cards and cartridge podcast, Instagram, Spotify, Apple music, uh, Google pot, maybe Google. I don't even know. We're, we're yeah, on Google, a lot of whatever, things. everything. Where you listen to a podcast. If you're listening to us, we're there. Yeah. If you're listening to us, comment on it, <laughs> subscribe. We appreciate you guys, Nick. Thank you for coming on. Uh, appreciate have a great it. rest of your day, boys. Yeah. Have a good thank night you. guys. Good night.